here we are again on our own. Mm-hmm. Going down the only podcast road we've ever known. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it is the only podcast road I've ever known. Um, oh, I've known plenty of podcast roads. You this is have. not my first time around the block. You've, you've gotten around, Shelby. <laughs> I am. I am. You know what? And there's a little nothing wrong with that. Slut. I would never <laughs> slut shame you. I'm a podcast slut, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> the slutty podcast host, Shelby Sweeter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, my parents are really happy about my new nickname. The branding. We have to brand your personality. You're the slutty podcast host. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. The idea of me being the slutty podcast host is funny because I'm like, I'm I'm not. (laughs) I I think of Shelby. But I'm just not one of them. I'm like, you know. Okay, maybe I am a little slutty. <laughs> That's fair. No, I'm not. I don't In think fun- I'm the sluttiest of our friends. I'm just up there. Wow. You just I'm called our friends least. sluts. I'm number two. I'm going to go number two. Ooh, now I'm like, who's number one? Who's number one? I got to figure it out. It's definitely not me. <laughs> no. Okay, maybe I'm in the middle. Okay. If we don't have to get into it. I don't know why I'm ranking us. Yeah. And then we'll text our friends and be like, you have to listen to this week's episode because we rank who is the sluttiest of we our ra- friend group. We rank our little friend group and figure out who's the sluttiest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's forget it. Hey, you know what? I'm Shelby. Hey, I'm Sam. <laughs> it's the wrong complex. One, two, one, two, three, four. from that intro I want to let everyone know Mm -hmm. that it is April now it is April and I want to designate April uh, because it has like April Fool's Day in it Mm -hmm. uh it's now himbo month (gasps) yes April is for the himbos April is for the himbos you're so right um yeah it it should I feel like every month should be for the himbos but yeah we can designate one That's month. That's the secret, Sam. Every month is oh, for the himbos. Yeah. They don't know what month it is. Oh, they are bad with time. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get oh, it. they're so big and dumb and oh. we just want to hang around them. <laughs> Which we did together last week we when we went and saw the movie that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. We're talking about, guys, we actually picked, or okay, let's rewind. We did not pick this movie. We asked everybody on our Instagram page, what is a movie that they absolutely love that they want us to talk about and that we haven't talked about yet? And we got a lot of great suggestions. So for the next couple of months, we are going to be dedicating all of our episodes to movies that you guys suggested, kind of like a fan pick month. Yeah, sure. Let's call it that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So this week, we're doing a movie that just came out that Shelby and I went and saw in theaters and it's 2022's god that's a weird date to say <laughs> it's 2022's the lost city starring sandra bullock and a one channing tatum one channing tatum mm-hmm. he certainly does his channing tatum thing he, he is big yeah. he's beefy mm-hmm. he's funny mm-hmm. and he's a little dumb and ooh, he's pretty dumb <laughs> he's real dumb <laughs> I okay. So how are, how do you feel about Channing Tatum? Because I've probably said on here before, I've never been like super attracted to Channing Tatum. Just not my kind of guy. Maybe his neck is too thick for me. I don't know. It could um, quite possibly be that. I love Channing Tatum, but not in a sexual way. Yeah, I think you know, Step Up was a pivotal pivotal movie 
in you know I love a dance movie. You know I love Absolutely. a dance movie. Um oh, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah, no, I love I a dance movie. Girl, I got you. Um so I do love a dance movie and also Magic Mike. Actually, Magic Mike is not even that good. Magic Mike X is it XL or XXL, the second one? XL. Yeah. That movie's fantastic. I think people really slept on that movie. Um, I'm on record as saying that is not a movie. It's an experience. You're so right. You're so, so right. So I am a Channing Tatum fan. I like, I think he's very funny. I think he has very good comedic timing. Um, So I will see movies that have him in it, which is why I'm glad we were forced to see this one. (laughs) We were forced to see it. Yeah. I didn't plan on... Liking, I thought it was going to be, like, dumb, like, fun, but, like, dumb and not, like, and just, like, man, whatever. Yeah. I laughed a lot during this movie. She did. She did. I can confirm. She did. (laughs) There was, we'll talk about one part where I was cackling. The rest of the theater was (laughs) just kind of chuckling, and I was laughing so much. Yep. So, Uh, good stuff. Yes, it was. It was, it was actually a very fun movie to watch. I agree with you. I kind of went in with really low expectations. And that's, and you know what, maybe that's why we ended up liking it so much, just because our our expectations were just like on the floor. We were not. On the fucking floor. My life, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Expectations on the floor. You are calling me out Mm, today, Sam. Yeah, that's what I do. (laughs) It's an intervention. Anyway... Uh, so are we going to do spoilers, or are we going to keep it spoiler-free? Oh, oh, yeah, let's do spoilers. I don't care. Yeah, we're going to do spoilers. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. So, uh, listeners, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the movie, and you're, like, worried about a dumb action rom-com being spoiled for you, uh, maybe wait. Go see the movie, and then pick back up right here afterwards. This is the first time we've ever done a current movie, so when you asked me that question, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean are we going to do spoilers? I know. Isn't it? What a what a time to be alive. We've got Sandra Bullock. She is a like archaeology student turned romance writer. They call her a middle-aged romance writer. Could mean anything. Yeah. Honestly, to this day, I have no idea what middle-aged means. Um, sometimes it's like... Me neither. What? Which one? But if what? Sandra, if Sandra Bullock is middle-aged, then I want to be middle-aged because she looks fantastic right. in this film. I agree. They put her in this jumpsuit, this pink sequin jumpsuit that she's wearing for most of the movie. It's too tight. The so character good. is very uncomfortable in it. She looks fucking great. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Drop the workout routine, Sandy B. Sandy um, B. She's I back. will not do the workout routine, but. <laughs> but I would like to know might. what it is. <laughs> I just want to, I want to picture her doing it. Yeah, sounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a creep. Anyway, so where are we? She's a romance writer. She's like not half feeling her new book. She has to go on book tour with the model, the cover model for mm. her books, who is Channing Tatum playing some guy named Alan. Yes. Now, Alan, very dumb, very obviously completely in love with Sandra Bullock's oh my character, God. Loretta. Yes. He is so in love with her. He tries to sound smart around her. He's not smart. No. He sounds tries to sound like well read and like worldly. a hero. Like like he's the the man of her dreams. Basically, we should also mention that Sandra Bullock in this film is a widow. Right. And her husband, he dead. He's dead, and he was also the love of her life. So mm-hmm. it is. The whole, like, beginning of the film is just her drinking lots of wine and taking long baths and avoiding her agent slash manager who is trying to get her to go on this book tour that she doesn't want to take part in. Yeah. So Loretta is essentially, like, uh, (laughs) I'm trying to think of what's the uh, agoraphobic. I kept thinking, trying to think of, like, what's the word for when you're afraid to leave the house? And I kept thinking stay-at-home mom. (laughs) Not the right same thing. Phrase. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> um, so she doesn't want to go out. Anyway, she does go out to this, you know, book launch thing. Hijinks ensue. We mm-hmm. get to see how her some physical comedy. How she how much she hates Alan, her cover model. Yes, she thinks he's a big old doof. And you know what? He is. He is. But will she grow to like that about him? 
Quite possibly. Maybe. So. We wouldn't be here if she didn't, to be fair. That's true. Um, <laughs> they get mad at each other, whatever, and they have a little snippy snip. Then Loretta Sage gets abducted by Daniel Radcliffe, who is doing <laughs> the most, and I am here for it. Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> comes in just in, completely there, forcing every line mm-hmm. out of his stupid British little face. Yep. Um, I, this is a compliment, by the way. I know it's oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. He is doing the most. Like Daniel Radcliffe has really entered his villain era in this movie. Yes. Like he was like, listen, I played the boy who lived. I played the hero for far too long, I and I'm done. Played a corpse. I've done it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I, I fucked played, a horse. Yeah. I was a dead body. I've I done everything antlers. I need to do. <laughs> what else did he do? Uh, he's done the rom-com bit before, okay? He's been the romantic lead. He was like, no, buddy, not this time. This time, going full villain mode. And he's and the kind he of does. villain I love. I love a charismatic hyper weirdo villain yeah who gives no fucks he's like he's a wealthy guy he's like a heir to some you know fucking whatever yeah cares fortune and but he's got like brothers who are doing the regular stuff so you know when like families have multiple brothers or going bridgerton with it like one of them's always like going off doing weird shit you know like there's not enough room for them all to be responsible someone's got to go to art academy or travel to greece or whatever so looking at you benedict (laughs) um (laughs) so We've got Daniel Radcliffe. He's the kind of, you know, guy, rich guy who's just going off. Yeah. His name is Digging Abigail, up the Titanic the or something. Way, which is a His whole, name is Abigail. Which is a whole bit that they do at the beginning of, the, of this, you know, when they introduce him, you know, because it's a right. gender neutral name, he says. It is a gender neutral name. Like Ashley and Les- Leslie. Leslie. And other stuff. Yeah. I've never, I've never met a guy with those names, but I, I believe you. I think I'll... All names are gender neutral. There's names. Um, Agreed. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. We, so, no, we ummed at the same time and it threw us off track. I think our, like, brains, ju- like, our robot brains just, like, short-circuited for a second. Or the, the one brain cell we bounce back that and we forth. That we share, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> so, no. whatever, he kidnaps her because she... When she was an archaeology person with her late husband or anthropology, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck she did, science, um, she translated something. In her new book, she translated like this ancient language or whatever that no one else has ever translated before. Right. And he needed her to do that. Abigail, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, needs her to do that in order to find this mythical place on mm-hmm. this island in the Atlantic where... Uh, it's in the Atlantic, right? Yeah, an island in the Atlantic. I, yeah, yeah. It was okay. off the, it was some island off the in the Atlantic somewhere. Um, okay. In order to find like, the tomb, I... someone's tomb where the the crown of fire or something. It, yeah. So it's this headdress that they believe was like made of these precious red gemstones, right. and Abigail's just like, I gotta find this. Right. I need it because I'm a rich little man. Mm-hmm. And I need to collect all of the things from and other I cultures. I need to prove to my daddy that I can do something for Colonialism. Once. Mm-hmm. Needing your father's approval. Mm-hmm. It's got it all. What else? Toxic what masculinity. Else yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. So he kidnaps her. The only person to witness this is, of course, our lovable idiot, Alan. Uh, and he tries to, you know, he gets her agent, uh, manager lady and her whole team together and they're like what are we gonna do right so he decides to he says that he met a guy in a yoga class or something who was like an ex-navy seal secret military whatever the hell you you know all those things and he's like maybe this guy can help um and the guy's like does she have any smart technology on her she had a like a watch on her so they were able to locate her 
They so track her by her watch. They track and her by her watch. Rest assured, there are a lot of dick jokes going on during all of this. Oh, I know yeah. it sounds really dry when we're describing it, but there are jokes. It's going back and so forth. So many You've dick got jokes. Supporting character, you know, okay, first of all, her agent is, what's her name? Divine Joy Randolph, something like that. Mm-hmm. Amazing, incredible. The agent's assistant, played by Patty fucking Harrison. Mm-hmm. Patty Harrison is so funny it's very 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 funny sam yes Yes. it is very very funny for a for this movie for a kind of movie for an adventure Uh, when you have your standards on the floor i do think you qualify it a little bit because i'm like this is not like (laughs) i'm not gonna like recommend this to people if i'm like hey if I'm you just like, hey, if you want to just have a good time, comedy. go right. ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so they get this guy played by Brad Pitt, uh, named Jack Trainer. That is his actual name, and he's a real badass. He's listen, killing the game. He is exactly the character that Loretta wrote in her romance novels. Completely competent. Very uh, masculine and like, but also still has like a, he's intelligent, right? He still has a brain and and he recognizes um, Mm -hmm. the capabilities of the women in his life, right? So he has a sensitivity to him. He's strong yet emotional, you know? Uh, Don't worry, guys. And he's Brad Pat looking, Brad Pat? Brad Brad Pat. Brad Pat. (laughs) Brad Pat. Um, He's Brad Pat. Okay, that's how we're doing it now. I guess. He's Brad Pat. Brad Pat. Um, uncut jams. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I think Julia Fox somehow inhabited my body for a The moment. ghost of Julia Fox. <laughs> so um, he's a real badass. He's looking real buff, too. Oh, Brad yeah. Pat is very buff in this, and I was surprised, unnerved, and a little turned on. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Hundred percent. I didn't know he was in this movie. Number one, yeah, I had no idea. So when he showed up, I was like, "Is that Brad Pitt?" (laughs) I honestly didn't know. Me neither. Because because in all honesty, he looked like Brad Pitt, but like you just said, he was super buff. So I guess when you know my brain of my brain's recognition of Brad Pitt is that yeah, like obviously he's a fit guy, but like we're talking bulging muscles under this Mm -hmm. t-shirt like I've never seen Brad Pitt look like this and I was like um um hello hello Uh, excuse me hi my name is Sam uh I would like so you know Channing Tatum Alan finds a way to weasel his way into these little plans that Mm -hmm. Brad Pitt Jack has and Jack's like fine stay in the car yeah Alan of course does not stay in the car comes along with Jack to infiltrate the compound mm-hmm. in the newly discovered lost city of D. <laughs> Remember that those dick Lord. jokes that she was talking about? I was oh, mm-hmm. a little little cute there. It there. Is. Uh, yeah, lots of those. There was a really good one. They were walking around the city, and it's so they don't they don't um telegraph it at all like they don't call attention to it they're just walking around the city and they're like wow so like this wasn't here before um and they're like it's like oh the whole city is now erect or something and Mm. and daniel radcliffe is like no just the tip and it was really it was funny i liked it i'm sorry i have the (laughs) sense of humor of a 15 year old boy never apologize never apologize for that it's one of my favorite things about you thank you so there go sneaking, Brad Pitt hitting a bunch of guys, killing some guys, Channing Tatum, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. following along, blundering, the absolutely whole time. blundering. Yeah, you don't like to see it. Poor Sandy B, she's tied to a chair. Yeah, she's been made to sit in the sequin jumpsuit for God knows how long. Yeah, trying to translate something that Daniel Radcliffe believes will lead him to this treasure he's looking for. And it was pretty straightforward, you know. Pretty yeah. straightforward treasure map kind yeah. of situation. Yeah. No convoluted explanation. It's like, nope, just this one piece of paper and we'll find it. It's very easy. Yeah. This movie, it's not It's not big on, like, the lore. That's right. not why we're here. No. We're here to watch Sandra Bullock and Shannon Tatum fall in love. Right. And obviously. touch their bodies together. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, 
our listeners might be thinking, how are we going to have Channing Tatum and Sandy B fall in love when you just told us about these, this beautiful godlike character who is both sensitive and buff, who clearly would be a better suited fit for Sandy B in this movie? And we're all asking the question. You know, I know you guys are all asking it, and I know Shelby's dying to tell you what happened. Oh my gosh, I am. Because I was also, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, I wonder where their story is going now. Is there going to be kind of a rival thing? What's going to happen? Is she going to have to choose? No, as they're escaping, Brad Pitt gets straight up shot in the head, dead. I laughed so (laughs) hard. at Brad Pitt dying in this movie because like I said I not I don't know I didn't know anything about it going in so yeah. I'm like he could be here the rest of the movie it'd be weird but I don't know and right. so or he's gonna break her heart go away somewhere who cares maybe I don't care he gets shot in the head yep blood sprays all over T- Channing Tatum I was I was cackling. so loud you were I was cackling. Ca- like literally cackling and no one else was no nope. <laughs> Nope, that was not the reaction the rest of the theater had. Uh, well, they're wrong for that, to be honest, <laughs> because that is the funniest part of the movie. <laughs> that I started laughing because I, you were laughing. Like that. <laughs> I, I was delighted by that. Absolutely. Because it was a surprise to me, and I, I liked it. Yeah. Um, you know I, what? I'm, I'm done talking about the movie. We, I talked about my favorite, my favorite part already. That's it. The movie ended. Uh, no. So the rest of the movie, I mean, so from that point on, it's just the adventures of Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. Um, oh, yeah. They get in the car. She's still tied to the chair. He has to push her into the car, which is like, ha, ha, ha. They can't fit into this little tiny car. Yeah. Uh, the lots car, of physical comedy. The car yeah. goes over the edge of a cliff. Uh, you know, I thought one of my favorite jokes, <laughs> which was just so dumb, but it did make me chuckle, was um after the car goes over the cliff and they like kind of hike down to to get the phone out of the car because it's like the 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 one thing that they need to get. Um, as they're walking up, Channing Tatum is like picking up like the door and like bits of the car, <laughs> and Sandra Bullock's like, "What are you gonna do? Put it back together." <laughs> He's a himbo. He could try. I know. The poor baby was just so Sweet funny. dumb boy. He was just an idiot. And I was like, that is so, like, innocent and sweet of him to be, like, picking up bits of the car. He's just trying to be helpful. He's trying to he save the environment. He's like, let's exactly. not litter. Uh, it's not his fault he doesn't know how to help. Yeah. He's just, you know, he's trying. Yeah. Which I appreciate. So, of course, they're having a little hijinks. They look like they didn't lost a car. Sandra mm-hmm. Bullock, she stole that treasure map. Oh, so she did. She's still interested in finding out what's going on because her and her late husband used to go on these little adventures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was cool. And she always imagined them going on more. Right? So she's like, oh, maybe this will be something I can do for him. She's also, right. you know, <clears throat> tied up in the lore of this uh, treasure map. Like, there's some great ruler or whatever, mm-hmm. and it says he's be- buried in the, the well of endless tears or something right. like that. And she's like, what, could, what is this? Right. So, of course, while they're traveling in the jungle, trying to get back to, like, an airport or something, uh, they run across more of these, like, runes and inscriptions. Mm-hmm. And Sandra Bullock is like, oh, this tells me this allows me to translate yeah. more of this it doesn't right. make sense it's fine don't think about it too it just, hard no that, again <laughs> we're not here for that okay no absolutely not um meanwhile daniel radcliffe has sent some boys after them yes a va- various groups of boys if i remember correctly <laughs> multiple groups of boys yes. one th- he's got one guy what was his name Who's hot? It was one hot guy. Oh, there was the one hot guy. There he was had, one so hot guy. He has like two henchmen like a, in yeah. this film. Um, and the hot one's name was Rafi. Yes. So Rafi, Rafi's a hot. native of the island where they are. Um, so he's kind of like, he obviously works for Daniel Radcliffe, but he's like not ethically behind this guy. But he's like, seems kind of wishy-washy. He's just doing his job. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so he's like, it's like, oh, maybe we have an ally there, a potential ally. 
Right. Um, that's storytelling, baby. But Ooh, yeah. then the other guy is just just big old mean boy. There are also a few boys on motorcycles. I'm on motorcycles. Um, they trick them over a cliff. Uh, Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum literally kill some guys. Yeah, yeah for sure. And they, it's funny. And they react the way people should react when they accidentally kill some guys. Which is like, oh, well, he was going that way anyway. Right. So, like, we, like, barely. They were like, oh, we weren't happen. expecting that to happen. So that makes us good people. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so basically they make you know? it they make it back to the little town, right? Mm-hmm. And they have their first well no okay sorry let's rewind so they have to camp out i'm tra- i'm thinking of like the first moment of romantic connection right yes. so they have to camp out um after uh, a scene in which they have to wade through this river and channing tatum has all of these like leeches right that's what they are right leeches yep all these leeches get stuck to Channing Tatum, and he's, like, freaking out. And so Sandra Bullock has to uh, pull him off his butt. They're doctor. all on his butt. They're yeah. all on his butt. Um, there's also, you know, a bit where he has to turn around to make sure there are no slugs on his front butt. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I liked it. Just, you could tell me to leave at any point, and I will. Um, so, God, I can't do this alone. <laughs> So she has to see his uh, himbo parts in the front. And his himbo parts. I don't know. I, I just don't want to. Just say penis. She has to see his penis. <laughs> you sound like Jess from New Girl. Like, Pure nap. Pure Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she has to see his penis. And uh, according to her expression, it's a good size. She's she's, impressed. She's, yeah, she's not, uh, she's She's absolutely, she's not laughing, you know? Uh, it's a good size. But anyway, so after that whole thing happens, they decide to camp out. Well, I mean, how much decision is really going into that? Well, yeah. What else are they going to do? There's no other option. They have to camp out. So they make a little fire. Uh, Himbo makes a little, uh, What's it called? Like a hammock. Hammock. I was gonna say a teepee, and I was like, "That's not it." What is it called? It's not right. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> makes a little hammock uh, bed between these trees. Yeah, and, hammock, and tree bag, <laughs> swing, you know? swing bed, swing. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Blank> swing. <laughs> um, and Sandra Bullock is helping him recover from the leeches because apparently he's having like an eczema reaction because of the from water. From the water, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she puts these face masks on, on his back. And while she's doing that, he asks, because again, like Shelby said, this man is head over heels in love with this girl, okay? Like he is obsessed with not only her beauty, because she's obviously gorgeous, but with her mind. So he, while yeah. she is treating his wounds, he says, how would you write, you know, this scene if you're writing it in one of your novels? And so she starts to do her word wizardry, right? <laughs> um, wizardry? And I love wizardry. You do. That's why I said it. I I know that movies are (laughs) ten times more interesting to you if wizards exist. So, absolutely. Um, Yeah. Uh, So she does her word wizardry, uh, and they both get a little heated (laughs) from this Mm -hmm. conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, when two people are heated, what's the next possible conclusion? It's to say, "Hey, we can share this bed." If you want to. Of course, they can share the bed. One bed trope. 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 Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my faves. Um, so they, you know, they make their little rules as you do for a one bed trope. You know, butt to butt. No, no spooning. No cuddling. No fornication of any kind. Mm-hmm. But Shelby, is that how they wake up? That is absolutely not how they wake up, Sam, because their sleeping subconscious selves know the truth, mm-hmm. which is that their bodies are drawn together. And they like want to bone so Yeah, they bad. want they want to fuck. Um I was trying to be a little like no. you know. Oh, do you want to do okay, do you want to do your or... word wizardry? You can My do word some... wizardry? Yes. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. Do it. In their blood are 
magnets that are <laughs> pulling against each other like magnets. <laughs> and if they're farther away from each other, the, they can still feel the pull. Just like when you hold magnets up near each other. Oh, wow. And then you get closer and the pull feels stronger. It's like magnets. <gasps> So the you're end. Saying, so you're saying it's like magnets? It's like magnets, oh, yeah. Oh, great. That's great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow, you're so talented. You should do that professionally. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm trying, yeah. you know. Yeah. Looking for an agent. Anybody if you're... Just call Brad Pot, <laughs> you know, maybe. Brad Pot. <laughs> I love myself. Every time I think I hate myself, I'm going to say I love myself instead and see how that works for me. So oh, yeah. Really well. <laughs> That's fun. You should, yeah, you should definitely do that. I love that for you. So, yeah, they wake up. She's all snuggled up on his shoulder. His chest is her pillow, you know, mm-hmm. just like laid out. Their legs tangled together. She climbs out of that hammock and then looks at her little map some more. Ah, uh, yes. Because she, at this point, she's like, you know what? I'm already here. I'm already here. Might as well see what happens. So right. Channing Tatum wakes up. They find a town. So that's the first mo- that's the first little spark. The first little romantic spark between these two. Then yes, they- the romantic hammock night yes, together. The night of face masks and hammocks. Um, you know what it a little bit reminds me of? What? You remember Shrek? So no, what's that about? Night, <laughs> after they rescue Fiona. Oh, yeah. And they have kind of a little, like, little bit of a heart-to-heart. Mm-hmm. Like, and then she goes, stays in the little cave, like, little cave thing. Yeah. And they're, like, outside or whatever. Yeah. It reminds me of that. Yeah. They so, just, all they needed was a donkey. Dude, and they also have the moment of, uh, which is, like, in every rom-com ever existing, is uh, they have a little bit of a spat in which... Channing Tatum's like, oh, yeah, so what do you know about me? So, like, tell me. Tell me what you see mm-hmm. about me. And then she does her little spiel. Um, and he's like, you're wrong. I'm deeper than that, Sandra Bullock. I like when if people ask me, like, what do you think about me? I'll be like, oh, he's nice. <laughs> what else am I going to say? Jeez. Also, people never have to ask for their opinion on me. I've probably already told you what I like about yeah, you. Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. You're very open and upfront. Unlike Loretta, who is guarded and sad. Extremely, extremely guarded because mm-hmm. she her heart still fully belongs to her her late husband. Yes. She believes in this long lasting love and that because it's gone, her life is like over. It's mm-hmm. it's over. Yeah. Basically. She's done. She's finished. Mm-hmm. She's not herself anymore. She's just doing some bullshit she never cared about, which was writing romance novels. Right. Um, just because she could, and she ended up being good at it. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't really, she's, she doesn't have her passion anymore. Her passion's gone, Sam. Oh, no. So they get, <laughs> I said but you know how it sad. comes back? Some music. Yeah, oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Her passion's gone. Her table. <laughs> it's broken. broken. Um, yes. They so. get to this town, like we were saying. They mm-hmm. go to the, the police, the the what do you call them? The authorities? Yes. ACAP. 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 And we're going to so. tell you why ACAP. Because the police in this movie also could not be trusted. Absolutely not. So before the we find out that the police cannot be trusted, which we already knew because yes. we are not stupid. Yes. Um, <laughs> They're having this romantic moment, you know, everyone, mm. they're hanging out. They get to take a shower, mm-hmm. eat some food. The locals are being really nice to them. Channing Change their Tatum, clothes. Yes. Channing Allen is charming the locals. He's dancing with people. He's learning, mm-hmm. like, the dances. Super um, cute. Having a great time. Mm-hmm. They make her get up and dance with him. So they have this little romantic, you know, dancing moment. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. And then what? Oh, no. Turns out Daniel Radcliffe's here because guess what? The police tipped him off because guess what? ACAP, 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 ACAP. Yeah. What the heck? What the heck? What the so heck? they take Sandra Daniel away Radcliffe. again. <laughs> Daniel, why do you have to be so confident? Why, you why do you have to have your little so sticky rude. fingers networked into every town on this tiny little island? Money. Money. That's it. The That'll answer. Do it. Capitalism is always the villain. 
Um, How much money would would Daniel Radcliffe have to pay you to sell out Sandy B and Channing Tatum? <gasps> oh no. Okay. Oh, this is a great question. Listen. In reality, he wouldn't have to pay me much because I need money and I'm poor. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would pretend I have dignity and standards, and I would say like five million dollars. That's pretty good. I so for me, I'm thinking I would take. The, I mean, me, I'm a little you know sneaky little gremlin. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I would take this offer from Daniel Radcliffe, which I assume would not be presented as an offer. It would be right. like a ultimatum but right I would be like I would then go over to I'd be like yeah sure I'll do that and then I'll go over to Channing Tatum and Sandy B and be like hey this guy you gotta get offering me this much this much money for this yeah but I'll tell you what if you pay me yeah I don't think they have money though I don't think they have like the same access to to the wealth as Daniel Radcliffe does at that moment but I'm charming. I will keep in touch with them. No, you're never getting And then getting I'll get to money. do the good thing and get my... You'll, Sam, you're never pretty, getting that money. I'm pretty good at hunting Here's, down No, money. this is what Actually, you, I'm not. Don't even... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> no, you really are not true. <laughs> that is a lie. Um, <laughs> in reality, no, what you should do is take the money from Daniel Radcliffe and sell them out, right? But also, on the sly, be like, they're coming, be ready, like, to help them get away. So that yeah. you can't be blamed. Like, you know, if Daniel Radcliffe's crew shows up at the hotel and they're not there, then it's like, you ain't getting that money. You're screwed. But if they show up, you get the money. They show up. They're there, but they escape. It's not your fault. He can't blame you. You're right. Done. So I'll, I'll have, okay, here's what we'll do. Okay. Here, oh my gosh. I just found the best idea. So okay. I'm going to take the money from Daniel Radcliffe. Yes. I'm going to tell Sandy and Channing. I'm yeah. going to be like, punch me to make it look realistic. Tie me to a chair to make it real look realistic. So I'm going to get no. tied to a chair Why by Channing what? Tatum and punched in the face by Sandra Bullock. And we all win. We all win. I love that your plan involves you getting assaulted. You're like, oh what? yeah, just hit me. It's fine. Tie just me to a me. chair. It's fine. This um, is, isn't this? Is whereas exactly mine is like, I mean, you know. oh, mine is like, oh no, they got away. Darn it! <laughs> You're like, no, hit me. <laughs> Look, I have said before, I'm not a healthy person, <laughs> and and now I believe you. No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, since Sandy is in this like little you know truck thing, getting kidnapped again, again. Again, then we have Channing Tatum Mm -hmm. riding up on a goddamn motorbike. (laughs) Yeah, chasing down this truck, doing Mm -hmm. little jumpies, and they're fighting. They're shooting, fighting people on top. Sandra Bullock, meanwhile, is very clever. She sets the whole fucking truck on fire. Smart, smart girl. But you know. These people don't have, like, the kind of training that these, you know, like, militia guys do. So they end up getting the better of them. Sandy B and Channing are once again captive. And now we've got Channing Tatum as the damsel in distress. Sandra Bullock has to do whatever Daniel Radcliffe Mm -hmm. says or Channing's going to get it. Right. And what he wants is for her to show him to where the treasure is buried, which... Right. We did find she did find out by listening to a song that the locals sang. Yes. She realized that it's a it's in a sinkhole. Yes. There's a sinkhole where this tomb is and they mm-hmm. gotta go there. So they go there and they lead Dan Radcliffe there. Mm-hmm. And they crawl through a little hole, which I wouldn't want to do. No, not at Me? all. Me? Not a fan. I'm not a fan claustrophobic of as holes. fuck. Yeah, no. Same. I went cave if diving once and I was terrified the whole time. That sounds bad. If I have yeah. a blanket wrapped too tightly around my arms, I freak out. So <laughs> I'm with you. I sometimes agree. When, sometimes when I'm in the backseat of a van, I'm I'm claustrophobic. I can't do this. So um, yeah. What if the van flips and I can't get out of the back seat? Um, <sighs> listen, we don't need to know the anxieties that go around in my head, or we do because I'm very upfront about everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of hyper right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but I feel like no, I'm going full it. steam ahead. No, I okay, love good. it. I absolutely love it. Okay, so, so 
whatever they find this tomb yes turns out is you know the the guy he died and his wife who had this beautiful crown was like i'm gonna lay down in your tomb with you and die here with this crown on because she believed in eternal love and it turns out the treasure was their eternal love because the headdress Mm. is made out of fucking seashells it's not worth anything Mm. maybe to a museum yeah but they're not gonna pay you any money for that I don't yeah. know how museums work. No, I think museums um, do pay. I don't know. I don't know how they work either, to be honest. I feel like they're don- donation-based. Unless it's like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But they allow some kind of tax loophole. That's what I'm guessing. It just benefits the wealthy. So. Something. Yeah. So. Daniel Radcliffe, he mad. He big mad. Mm. Big mad that there's no treasure. Sandra Bullock is like, wow, that kind of sucks that, you know, she just wasted away and died here. Because, oh, doesn't that kind of sound like maybe someone we're familiar with? Oh, it's, that's what Sandra Bullock was doing for her late husband. Just, like, treasuring him and not living her own fucking life. So, she and Channing Tatum get locked inside the the Symbolism. With with the dead bodies. Yes. (laughs) Wait, we should clarify, they're not dead bodies, they're bones. Like, it's a very... I think it's a little different if there were still <laughs> bodies in that tomb. I feel like it would be bodies, a whole different scenario. Um, it would be a little squishier, yeah. It would, um. <laughs> it would definitely smell worse. It would 100% yeah. smell Yeah. And it's like this huge and, – and just to add to the claustrophobia that we have already felt throughout this movie, it's a t- like it's a tomb, you know – meant for yeah. one person housing two and the top is like a giant ass slab of of concrete stone right uh and it, that they push back on it but our pal Raffi, he did a little sneaky snake before he closed the tomb and he put a crowbar in inside so they could thank you friend thank you for that escape plan because he's like look i'll hunt people down i'll destroy my own island i'll work for you i'll get the i'll get my money but i don't want to lock people in a giant coffin yeah i don't want to do that and we're thankful for Mm -hmm. him so they all go away and by they i mean rafi and Dana Radcliffe. Yes. Abigail. <laughs> I don't remember his last name. I don't know. I only thought of him as Daniel Radcliffe the whole time. <laughs> Abigail. Oh, what was his last name? Abigail something. Yeah. I don't know. Daniel so, Radcliffe. They get out of the tomb. Then they have to go underwater to get out. No, no. During this whole time, the only people looking for Sandra Bullock are her. Well, the only person looking for her and Channing Tatum is mm-hmm. her agent. Um, who's like, I need this book tour to go well. (laughs) So she's got it together. She gets, you know, a trip. She goes out to the island herself. She's like, look at it. She's got a boat. She's like, my friends are out here. I got to, my friend is out here. I got to find her. Great timing. They have the, they come up from the thing. They escape the thing. They escape the thing is what I'm trying to say. Yes. And they come out of the water and they're alive. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum are alive, and they've fallen in love. You can tell. Obviously. And there is her her agent on a boat. They get on the boat. Who's there? It's Daniel Radcliffe. They're like, we rescued this small man. We thought he was a little boy. <laughs> and he tries to run away. Can't do that. We yeah. got you, Daniel. You're, yeah. you're gotten by the authorities. ACAB. I think it was like the National Guard or something, so a little less... A little less uh, scammy. I don't actually know nothing about the National Guard, so let me not even say <laughs> whether or not they're scammy or not. I mean, who knows? It was the it was some kind of force on this island. There's, it's not America. Yeah. So who cares? Um, <laughs> You're right. You're so right. So whatever. Happily ever after. They cut to like you know a year later or whatever. There's a, now they, she's written a book mm-hmm. about her actual experiences. Yeah. Wonderful. And then she and Channing Tatum kiss on a beach. It's it's fun. Whatever. We yeah. did it. We watched a movie. We did a... And now you've also done it with us. We we did it together. <gasps> it's like we went on an adventure. It is like we went on an adventure. Same time. So what do you think about the love story in this movie? 
Um, I think I thought it was really cute. Um, I do love a himbo. I, I also like, you know, kind of like a grumpy sunshine dynamic that they have with Sandra Bullock being the realist and Channing mm-hmm. Tatum just being, um, a bag of rocks dressed as sunshine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I really liked it. I liked the little moments. I mean, for the most part, it wasn't you didn't get much of it, right? Like it was it was more of just a action adventure movie comedy with like a sprinkling of romance on top. Yeah, it wasn't like a plot plotty romance, mm-hmm. you know, like you basically just have these characters together mm-hmm. once they get to know each other. It's like, okay. So you've got these very clear stakes and motivations. You've got this woman who is mourning, still grieving her dead husband. And you've got this guy who's just very taken with her. And she simply needs to, it's very Mm -hmm. much focused on Sandra Bullock's character development. She Mm -hmm. just needs to open her eyes to see what's in front of her, which is, you know, Channing Tatum. (laughs) It's just a himbo. Yeah. Which is a himbo. Yeah. No, I just, Mm -hmm. I think something that I actually really liked about it was her journey a little bit and how um, Alan was there just to like, like you said, kind of open her eyes to everything that was going on. Because he tells this story about how he moved to L.A. to be a model or actor or whatever, right? And... He couldn't get a job, couldn't get anything, and the only thing he was able to get was the cover model for this book. And so even when this book came out, he was so embarrassed, he told nobody. He told nobody that he did this. Um, None of his friends knew. And then some random woman on the street saw him thinking, you know, like, oh my god, it's Dash, right? Dash is the name of the character from the books. And wanted to take this picture and talk to him about how much it meant to her, like reading these books um, and everything. Um... You know, just seeing how something that you think is embarrassing for you can mean something to somebody else. Um, And just, like, because Sandra Bullock's character hates the fact that she's a romance writer because she thinks she's too smart for it, right? She thinks she's too intellectual. She's better. She's better than the things that she's doing. Um, But those things mean something to other people, just like how Dash was just so in love with her writing and her books and her intelligence and things like that. So um, I really just liked the journey that they kind of took her on um, and seeing, like, the good in everything, even when, to her, her she felt like her life was falling apart. But I, yeah. you know, I have said this before. I would love to be the smart, the smart person that needs to be protected by a big dumb himbo or multiple big dumb himbos. Yeah. And they will escort me around and keep me safe and tell me how smart I am all the time and I will help them with their little dumb small brain problems Uh, and they'll be like oh wow Shelby you're so smart yeah (laughs) we love it that's a nice little fantasy I slip into sometimes yeah (laughs) I want that for you so I liked that she was you know, saw this this idea. Okay, I feel like this is kind of a more modern love story because usually we'd see, especially in like classical movies, we'd see these ideas of great love and this love that transcends time mm-hmm. and really uplifting and upholding the value of that whole yeah. crawl into the coffin and die with him kind of thing. And this movie's like, no, fuck that. Mm-hmm. You've got a life. You have a life. And you can love more than once. You can love powerfully yeah. more than once. Like, you don't, your life doesn't have to be over just because one of your great loves is. And I liked seeing that in the, the forefront of a movie because it is just like a kind of silly movie, but you can tell mm-hmm. by the what's right. the ideas that are presented in these kinds of movies, like what we're currently thinking as a society. And you can see that that whole idea of this, like, Mm-hmm. devastatingly tragic end to a great love is like right acknowledged but also not held up as like the most important thing you can do in your life and as someone who always some I was always someone mm-hmm. who was like 
no, great love is the most important thing I will ever do in my life. I need to have one love forever. And if I can't make it work out, then there's something fucking wrong with me. Um, Mm -hmm. And how many times that got me into into trouble by trying to make things work when they obviously were not. You know, I I appreciate seeing this kind of thing in a movie. And I know that's maybe a little like more, you know, personal or deeper a take than a silly action rom-com like this deserves. But... Hey, that's why we have this podcast, and I'm allowed to think smart things about anything, so fuck you. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) Art is subjective, motherfuckers. We can take anything we want out of anything we watch. Exactly, because that's what our brains do. Oh, yeah, we're smart people. We're smart people. We're human beings. Human beings? Yeah. Yeah, we are. <laughs> okay. Well, do you have anything else to say about this movie? Because I think that I'm maybe going over um, the edge. <laughs> oh, I feel like I should let everybody know there is a post-credit scene that Shelby refuses to acknowledge as canon. I don't acknowledge because it. She doesn't acknowledge it because in said scene, um, Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum attend a yoga class, and Brad Pitt, a.k.a. Jack Trainer is in the yoga class. So in this universe, he didn't actually die. He just got a really big portion of his brain, like, blown out of his head. Um, but he said, you know, we only use 10% of our brains anyway, so here I am. I don't recognize that as canon. And it's because him dying was so funny, Sam. Why would you bring him back? Don't ruin the joke. The funniest part is that he died. Mm-hmm. Listen, they're not going to kill Brad Pitt is all I'm going to say. That's Hollywood, baby. No, that's that's You don't got to love it, but you do got to live with it. You know what? <laughs> I like it, love it, got to have it. So, <laughs> Oh, the Cold Stone scale. Yeah. My favorite. Got it. Anyway, that's we did it. We talked about a new movie. We did it. The Lost City. Check it out in your local, local, check local listings. (laughs) Check your AMC app today. Uh, Guys, Um, make sure you are following us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at The Rom Complex. This is where we do our polls. This is where we ask for fan suggestions. Uh, If you missed out on the last poll, you know, there's probably another one coming up. So make sure you follow us on that. Absolutely. You get to be involved in cool stuff like picking the movies we're going to watch. We love Uh, it. Uh, Thanks again to all of our listeners and any new listeners. We saw our numbers jumped a little bit. So if y'all are out there recommending this podcast to friends, thank you. (laughs) Um, Give us an email. Shoot us an email. Tell us what's going on with you over at theromcomplex at gmail.com. Also, let us know if you have any relationship issues that you would like some rom-com bestie advice on. We did recently get an email from, guess who? It's Carter. He oh. sent us a negative Bridesmaids review that I didn't get through <gasps> reading because, honestly, I didn't ask for that, Carter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and he kind of talked about some of the some deleted scenes and some opposition to certain scenes in the movie things like that uh it's a nice little email we love to read it um we love to hear from our fans especially you listener wow love that just got sexual you. uh we want to hear from you oh. dial in <laughs> what if i open a should i open a phone sex line I'll yes you it. should no, I i'll manage i'm not you. gonna do I'll that you know it'll be really fun that's for that's for pleasure, not business. Um. Ah, you're right. <laughs> uh, and most of all, remember, keep falling in love with yourself. Bye. Bye. <laughs>